Hi, my name is Yumna Nofal, and you're listening to the Y Chats podcast, which is the podcast version of our online show Y Chats, created for the youth to help entertain, inspire, and alleviate their concerns when it comes to their future in a region filled with turmoil. Your hopes, your visions, your chats start right now. Everybody tuning in to this special. We decided to continue the show, but doing it with social distancing and being um, responsible about it. And I'm calling it the Midsummer Series. Let me just get our guest in here. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi, Yumna. <laughs> How are you? I'm very good. Can you hear me? Because I just removed the Wi-Fi. I'm on 3G. Is this I can better? Hear Perfect. I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you. Perfect. I was just introducing Y Chats to people who may not know what it is. We're in our, we were in our third season. Um, this is a fourth edition now, fourth season, if you will. Um, just before I introduce our guests, I just want to say that I started the show in 2017. I started it because even then Lebanon was going through difficulties and I wanted to showcase that there are people, despite the odds stacked against them, that are making it happen. People who never left Lebanon or people who left and came back and are doing things to help the country. And I decided despite COVID, despite what's going on to do it responsibly and to do this midsummer series, starting with Manal Hakim, our guest today, the CEO and founder of Geek Express an academy that helps students with STEM courses. And she's going to tell you a little bit more about it and boot camps um, that again, help, uh, help young people ages. I believe, I believe five to 17. Am I correct? Yes. You're five correct. to 17 to basically hone their skills, you know, and it, this, this is interesting because um, just a disclaimer, we know things are bad uh, in the country and all over the world, but I think you never know what, you know, somebody's story, because stories are all we have. What's somebody's story, how it's going to impact you, how it's going to affect you. And I really don't want this youth, which I dedicate my career to, to give up. It's tough. And obviously words fail, but um, we hope these stories bring some form of positivity and light to you listeners and our audience. Manal, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, uh, CEO and founder of Geek Express. People calling me to be like, what is Geek Express? What is Geek Express? Okay. <laughs> Geek Express, we like to define it as an edutech uh, platform. So we right. basically we're into education, but not any kind of education. It's tech education. We provide 21st century skills, essentially STEAM skills, and STEAM skills uh, stand for science, technology, engineer, engineering, arts, and math. So yeah. we provide STEAM skills for K-12 students, independent of age, location, and language. So wherever you are in the world, you can learn STEAM with us uh, through different channels. And this is, this is, uh, this is uh, if you want to say, our forte, because we have an online academy. We have an offline presence. You can come to right. our uh, uh, academies. Um, uh, you can come to schools, uh, attend mm -hmm. our courses for your extracurricular uh, activities at schools. And we have a box. We have a product. We have a box. It's called the Maker Box. So you can also learn STEAM from the comfort of your home through this box. Right. 
It's, it's, it's interesting you mentioned this box because I was reading an article about how, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You do, you do cater to everybody. You know, it's interesting. I wanted to talk a little bit about this. Go ahead. Yes, you, you, I, I love it because you said you, and, I, and I'm quoting you here, you democratize technology for everybody. It's cutting. Yes. I don't know why it's yeah. cutting. Can you hear me? It's cutting. Excuse I the. You. You're, the you're I, I, I don't know. Is it, is it my Wi-Fi or yours? All right. If you guys can hear, thank you for tolerating the connection. This comes with <laughs> our 21st century problems of Lebanon, but we're going to keep going. You know, I was saying before it cut that, you know, you, I, I love that you use the word, this is to de democratize technology and make it available to everybody. I thought that was such a smart thing um, that, you know, you're basically saying to anybody, listen, you can do this and you're giving exposure to STEM and STEAM, which is, which is, um, which, you know, ironically, I was reading about this is still not really put at the forefront of education and how important STEM and STEAM is. Why do you think that is? I'm going to start with the first point, Yumna. I just think that democratizing technology is very important. And this is basically why Geek Express, as we know it now, was founded. And the idea is that basically, I like to, you know, we're gen I'm Generation X. And um, my generation, if you're not, uh, in my generation, if you're not an engineer or a computer scientist, you're yeah. completely alienated by technology. And right. this doesn't work if you have children or, you know, if you just want to be current. If you have children, you want to be current. It, uh, and our children need to, to deal with, with technology. They were born with machines that actually were coded. And I felt very quickly that those parents could not cope with that and that they, were, um, they, they wouldn't introduce technology easily to their kids because it, was, it wasn't easy for them. And this is why it was our mission, our initial mission, and it remains our mission to democratize technology, to say to everyone that it is easy, that it is fun, and most importantly, it is creative. Technology yes, is not, and that's I, very, very important. And listen, I want I want people to know a little bit about you and your story because you know I did uh, we did decide to start with you because I think also uh, for a lot of Lebanese people, your story is a is one of success because I don't know if people know this, but you never left the country. You are born and oh. raised in Lebanon. You made your career in Lebanon. I mean, you left for vacation, I'm sure. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know, but, but, you know, you, you, you made your career in Lebanon. You studied in Lebanon. You created yeah. a Lebanese uh, product or, or uh, you know, a, yeah. a Lebanese creation. Yes. And now, you know, you're taking it all over and you're trying to transcend borders. And I think for a lot of people who may be watching or listening, who feel that they can't make it, your story resonates with them because you did. And um, why stay? Because you could have left Mana. You could have just, you know, decided to, you know, and you were from, and let's start with this. You were in the retail industry and then yeah. moved into <laughs> Geek Express. So again, the path isn't linear. The path isn't linear. So just tell me a little bit about your path. And I, I have to admit, Lebanon has always offered opportunities. I, I truly mm -hmm. believe that there were opportunities for me here. And this is why I never left. I yeah. never felt that, you know, I wasn't able to reach my potential here. I always thought that, you know, there was so much going on. There's so much that I can do. And uh, frankly speaking, uh, Yumna, whenever we, even in Geek Express, whenever we felt that we can, we, we, we can never say that we reach our, our potential, but we can always expand. And I think, think Lebanon is a great, if you want, um, kitchen to come up with a concept, um, to put it up. We have great talents. Uh, we have great teams. We have amazing brain so it's a great 
starting point, at least if you want to look at it this way. Yeah. And I think, and I think you, you know, you, you, not only is it you saying it, but you've actually shown it in what you, you, you've done. You came from, I believe 12 years or 11 years in retail and the retail industry. We have Asma, who is a dean here who says she still weighs, she still wears some of your amazing designs. Thank you to the people who are commenting. Um, And then you went, and then you went from fashion and the retail industry to Geek Express, which first started off as a gallery. For a lot of people who don't know, it started off as a gallery. So tell us a little bit about that. I I want to say something. I I truly believe that um, the way, I don't think there's much of a difference in the way I I ran my retail business from Geek Express. I think there's always a certain set of uh, values that you need to follow. Whether you're in, um, I don't know, retail, you're in technology, you can do whatever you want, really. You just need to, to apply a certain set of, of rules and values and have the passion for it. And it will always work out. So this is something I truly believe in. And, you know, I have plans. In five years, I'm going to move to something else. And it's completely different. And I'm not scared of that. I think it's exciting. And I think we can always do that. So this is on one end. Um, for Geek Express, yes, we started as a gallery, a subcultural pop art gallery in Saifi. So anything mm-hmm. that had to do with the world of Marvel, DC, um, memorabilia, it was, um, it's a beautiful gallery that's, um, uh, um, and posters for very famous uh, uh, street artists. So this is how we started. And we said, okay, this is Geek Express. The umbrella of Geek is very, very wide. Um, it was the time at that time I up there had launched um, uh, Little Bits, and it's a great. I up there also, also a Lebanese, one of our pride and joy outside of Lebanon, making her mark. I up there, the creator of Little Bits, also bringing science and technology, making it accessible to youngins. You know, also absolutely. And as somebody who definitely democratized technology, who definitely. Mm use creativity and technology. So it was very, very appealing as a product. And, you know, we had little bits at the gallery and we started slowly but surely like offering courses, like some sort of workshops at the, at the gallery for those who felt they weren't comfortable initiating their kids to this electronic Lego. Because it was, it was very, very common. We had parents who would say, what do we do with this? This is complicated. So this is how we started. We started by offering like um, two hours um, in the morning, every Saturday, and it grew, and it's uh, so uh, we ended up like offering more than thirty courses over the day, and I think the move was imminent in two thousand and seventeen, and we said this is turning into a full-fledged uh, edutech team platform, and we're moving out of Saifi, and we're going to be in Antwerp because it's you, uh, yeah, you, you know, when you and I were talking, because you and I had a chance to meet and talk. You know, we talked about the importance of technology. You mentioned what STEM was. And mm. um, it's interesting because the other day I was reading a report about how, uh, you know, for everybody watching, July 15 is actually World Youth Skills Day. And, um, and the World Bank released an article saying that we need to celebrate and we need to push for the importance of equipping young people with STEM skills because with COVID, and we're going to get into that, mm. this is the future. And I Absolutely. think this was very interesting when you were talking. You said, listen, Yumna, you know, we saw this is where the future was headed. And then COVID hit, and I want to get into that right away. And then it just kind of propelled us and moved and pushed us there 
task. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Because we thought we would be doing, I mean, teaching STEM offline at the academy physically, right. that right. was, it was there. And we were growing on that front. But we know any exponential right. growth is inevitably online. The numbers are completely different online. Right. We had established our online right. academy in 2019. Thank God for that. And this was propelled absolutely because we thought it would take us honestly five years to reach our targets. And no, in a couple of months, we had to deal with it. Those were the givens. And, you know, it, it kind of pushed us to, uh, to, to just adapt. And we did. And we did. And we were very... I'm going to look at the positive side of things and say we were very lucky because we, there was readiness um, amongst students and their parents. We need the parents to be ready. And the parents were ready because the schools kind of forced them to be ready. So, yes, on the bright side, yes, that was a huge push. Right, to make things online too. How many students or how many uh, active students does a Greek, Geek, Express, Greek, Geek Express have today? <laughs> we have currently 4,000 active students. All right, which is pretty good. And it keeps going, those numbers keep going up, right? With the numbers keep going up, yes. The numbers, I, yes, yes, I have to say that. Yes, they keep going up because we have expanded to, regi to the region and the, the expansion was easier with the online. So we are able to access Kuwaiti students. We're able to access Emirati students. We have people from mm -hmm. Oman, from Saudi. And um, so, yes, yes, we are growing daily. But it's a I different think... ball. I'm not going to say it was easy. The shift was no, not easy. Right. Right. So, so explain to us, because we need to hear this. Explain to us, because obviously this impacted the offline projects and obviously it impacted Absolutely. what you guys were doing face to face. Not, not to say that COVID is helping everybody. You, you, you got to find your opportunity and you got to go for it and you got to adapt. But um, there were things that you had set in motion that had to be put on the back, on the back, that had to take a back seat, right? Absolutely. The project, the, our projection for 2020 had to be completely revised. We had great lined up for 2020 and 2019 was frankly yeah. a good year. We were able to achieve what we wanted to achieve. So we had great projects in Africa, in the UAE, with schools in the UAE. We had projects everywhere, offline projects, and they were very exciting because the idea was basically to create VR centers, AI centers for youth all around the region. So it was a completely different vision. And this completely stopped. And when I say I look at the bright side of things, I'm happy that at least we had a backup plan. We had the online and it was a possibility for us because for many, many businesses. Which, which you started, which I think you started about like four months before COVID hit, if I'm correct. Yes. yes, yes. We started at uh, Q4 to 2019. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. That's November 2019. You know, Mamanad, it's interesting because, you know, we read a lot about STEM and, and, and it's interesting because now another article. Um, by the insider that said that basically colleges should push mm. for these STEM skills so that we can have public service scientists, which it was, it was a term I had never heard of, that there were too many public servants that are working in government that lack STEM skills and vice versa. And that the future of the, you know, the people who are going to be uh, change makers, right, working on public policy, whether it's in government Absolutely. or politics, they're going to need STEM too. And that this is kind of, it's not popular yet. Do you know why it's not as popular, or is it just yeah. in our region? I, mean, I, I would, I, I would think, I wouldn't say it's not popular yet. It's still right. very popular. I mean, if you Google right. education, education, 
inevitably you fall on stem. It is yeah. not as popular as it should be, but there is huge mm. traction. There is huge traction, even in the traditional curriculums at school. They are introducing STEM. They are introducing technology and coding, be it yeah. in the front back, uh, the IP. It's there. It is not as strong as it should be. It's not as available as it should be, absolutely, because this is the future. And, you know, it's obvious there are so many STEM, STEM jobs that are unfulfilled, that go yeah. unfulfilled. Millions go unfulfilled yearly. So, yes, more needs to be done. But I would say a lot has been done on this front. Do you, um, do you, uh, I love that you were talking about this. You were saying that, you know, um, technology has become an integral part of our lives and that when yes. parents come to you and they're upset because their kids spend too much time on, you know, the iPad <laughs> or whatnot, you say, well, don't be what, so what do you say? I love what you said. I'm going to have you say, it. don't be upset because today you can. Yes. I mean, we, I have kids and, you know, these kids were born with an iPad in their hands. They, had, they have an iPad, they have a computer and they have a tablet and they're surrounded by phones and machines. So we need to accept it. It's a reality. We can fight it. It's not going to get us anywhere. But I, what, what I think as a parent you can do is turn their screen time into active screen time. And this is the small nuance. Mm -hmm. So what you need to do is basically tell them, yes, you can use your computer, you can use your tablet. But instead of playing on an yeah. app, how about we create an app? Instead of playing yeah. uh, on this video game, let's create one. And this is yeah. how you turn to active users of screen, not passive consumers of technology. This so is the new language you're saying. So this is the new language. very important on this end, yes. <laughs> Which let's talk about learning to earning, which is another yeah. thing that you yes. mentioned. And I, and I love this where yes. basically you're talking about, you know, today technology is going to help you, you know, virtually or not uh, earn your living. And I think there isn't enough stress on this. Um, it's not just for the talented. I love that you had said this to me. It's not just for the talented. It's for everybody, everybody who wants to learn. This gives you an open door to the future. So tell me a little bit about that. I, I think there's a directing between um, technology and, uh, and earning. And this is not, this is not uh, me saying that. These are statistics that tell you that basically a child who knows how to code, who understands technology, who is proficient in technology, has better chance, chances at you know, earning more when he grows up. So that is a reality. Technology mm -hmm. is a necessity mm -hmm. whether you want to become fashion designer, you want to become a doctor, a lawyer, or a tech person. So this is a reality. And, and the idea came, Yumna, because I was discussing this with a friend who actually works with vulnerable communities. And we, I, what I believe also is that um, the traditional curriculums, I mean, uh, it's already very hard to have those communities enrolled in schools, in traditional schools. And it's a big burden for and I'm talking about the Lebanese situation. We were talking about the Lebanese situation specifically. It's a burden for everyone. And, and I, I really think that uh, these kids, they just need to learn tech skills. And it's like the new, um, how do you call it? Um, um, how, when you say in Arabic, how do you call that in English? Vocational training? Is it vocational yeah, training okay. or you're new? Absolutely. It's a new vocation. You need to learn the basics, know a bit of English, a bit of Arabic so you can manage. But the idea is basically to learn how to code. And I think it will lead to immediate uh, job uh, creations. And, and, and this is learning to earning. 
instead of learning for the art of learning. <laughs> what is your girls to boys ratio? Because we don't talk about women in tech enough. Yeah, I love So what is question. your girls to boys? Honestly, now it's you, 60 to 40. It's 60. We have 60%, 60. girls, 40% boys. Yes. Isn't Last that year, crazy? Isn't that crazy? Yes. I remember um, a couple of years ago meeting Melinda Gates when we were in Davos, and she was talking about her daughters and that the reason that she's getting them into STEM is because their father, their father, so Bill Gates, would take time out of his schedule to sit down and show them that this is important for women, like a man showing them that. So it was really interesting. Um, and that there aren't enough girls in STEM, but you're saying 60 to 40. Well, yeah. but now there are more girls than boys, maybe in yes, Lebanon, and or team, is it just that more I would, Yeah. I would say there's 80% girls and they're all, in, all engineers. The team is made of engineers. I'm the only one who's not a techie. So mm. we have that and the teachers, the tutors, we have a pool of over 150 tutors half of them are girls. So yes, we have no problem on this and we're very happy with our ratio. It just came naturally, honestly. We didn't push for it, it came naturally. It's a, it's, it, it's a good ratio. Um, you mentioned one of your toys or you know what you wanna call them toys, you wanna call you, of course they're called the maker box. Maker box. Um, it's interesting because I was right, but the reason I'm saying toys, not toys as in you know, little cars or something, but Business Wire released an article. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting articles here. Mm, I, was, I was reading up before this, yeah. that basically there's an increased emphasis on STEM toys, STEM toys, mm. Um, mm. because this is going to be the future because these kids are going to hone very different skills than your regular toys, right? Absolutely. STEM toys, I guess, meaning Absolutely. like the Maker Box, the Maker Box, which is, I it's, think, it's yeah. a toy as well. Yeah. It is. That's exactly what it is. And you saw the sales going up because people were at home and had to stay in and kind of do do their thing. Or what was I mean, it you think? Yes, uh, you know, we need to, to uh, just if I don't know if you want to clarify this, but when we say STEM toys, these are toys that apply science, technology, engineering, arts and math, not in the conventional way. It's an integrated approach. So it's not like you're learning math and science like you learn it at school. It's when you put all of these subjects together and you come up with a yes. project. And it's very yeah. much project-based and it's very much real and it's very much relevant. And this is what's and hands-on. I love because it's hands-on, yes, right? Because you get on. to you and 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 I and I love and this brings me to um an important thing that important theme that we mentioned you and I the other day. Um when you create something, when yes. you put your hand in it, you know, and put your force in it and you put your talent in it and you put your creativity in it, it empowers you. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, you know, whoever you're talking to will tell you that the most important thing, especially when we see what our country is going through, is being heard, feeling important, feeling empowered, right? These skills make you feel empowered. They make you feel like you matter. They make you feel like you've done something. You've achieved something. Absolutely. And I think this Absolutely. is how you're empowering these young people. Absolutely. Because this is what they do. This is what's relevant. Everything yeah. around them is tech-oriented. Everything is has code. I mean, there is everything at home has code, your smartphone, your smart TV, your, uh, the lighting, everything around you has code. So they, if, when you empower them and tell them that you can actually do that and you can do it easily while having fun and you can use your creativity, that's very much empowering them. And that's very, very yeah. re relevant. That's very relevant. And I, 
And I think, you know, bringing it back to this show and bringing it back to our country and what we're doing. I think, you know, I said it at the beginning, Manal, and I'm going to say it again. I think, you know, and I'm not to talk to you and not to talk about you in the third person, but your story, I think, will resonate with people. And I'm talking seriously here because for somebody who could have had the chance to leave and to live abroad, but decided to stay and decided to make something and decided to contribute, contribute to society, contribute to the young people, contribute to really the future leaders of tomorrow, right? Equipping them with the right skills and the right tools so that they can go out in the world and they're ready. They're ready to compete with other people. They're ready to compete with regional actors, with world actors. And I think, you know, when you sit there and you, and you, I don't know if you ever have a reflection, reflective mode. I mean, Corona kind of forced us to have that. Do you ever go, what am I doing? You know, like, this is good. You know, this is, this is helping them. I, I think that Lebanon has given back. I truly think so. I, I am, I'm not, I'm not uh, angry at my country. I think I've given it a lot, but I think that my country has given me back a lot as well. It's, um, we, have a, we have a good life, Yumna. I think we, there are so many positive things around us. And I hope it will, I think, I think things are very, very hard now. And I, I hope it will still be worth it. And I tend to look at the general trend of things. I think there will always be ups and downs on the short term. But as long as the general trend is upwards and forward, then I think we're fine. And I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I love that you said that. And I have one last question for you. But before that, I want to give, give a shout out to my 10-year-old niece who's watching. Um, my 10-year-old niece, Leah El, who is also a participant in Geek Express. Uh, Leah, I, I, you know, from your aunt, um, the journalist, to you and all your friends and all your classmates, I just want you to know that, you know, people like Banal and people like myself and, you know, from different industries, you know, we work for you. You are the reason and you are the future. And you, you should know that. You should be confident with that and you should own that because everything that I do, whether it's the show, whether we go out and interview people that have made it happen, you know, they're paving the way for you. And hopefully you will be able to get us out of the mess that we've actually put ourselves in. Manal was mentioning Generation X. Anna, I'm Generation Y. So we're hoping you guys yeah. <laughs> actually go out and do better. Do better than us. Um, this okay. is for you, whether it's equipping you with the right tools or, or, you know, paving the way. Do better than what we did and create a better world today with what you have. Manal, yes. lastly, uh, but not leastly, you know, yes. uh, I love that you said that I've given a lot to the country and the country has given me a lot as well. Uh, and mm. it's a very humbling thing to say. What is Lebanon for you when you think about it today? I think Lebanon for me is, uh, I think I have, Lebanon for me is the Lebanese, honestly. Um, I think we need to always remember that we are strong that we are talented, that we have penetrated the international stage. I think Lebanese are actors, they're entrepreneurs, they're ambassadors, they're forward thinkers, and they're mainly problem solvers. And I think Lebanese have always supported each other. They will always support each other as a community, whatever they are. And this, and I'm not worried about that. I'm pretty confident that this will always be the case. And I truly, truly, truly believe, Yumna, despite everything that's happening, that 
we will continue to inspire and we will continue to change yeah. as Lebanese. And I, think, and I think that's kind of what you're doing with Geek, Geek Express. You mentioned it in your answer and, and I don't know if people are aware, but Geek Express actually has transcended borders already. Um, and has different, yeah. go ahead, has different branches or franchises? I want to use the right, the right no, scientific have, term. We have franchises, we have branches. You have franchises in Qatar and located here in Lebanon. We also have, in the UAE, we're incorporated in the UAE. So we have a company in the UAE and you have access to several markets in the GC. Yes. Right. And this is, and this is, I think, what, what's important. Manal, any closing words before I let you go? Thank you for being part of the show. Thank you, Yumna. It's a great show. And, and I hope everyone, uh, all the young ones are going to be inspired. And I really think that there still is a lot of good things happening. And I think you should always capitalize on this. That's very, very important. And I think, and I think another important thing, another takeaway of what you said today is, you know, we create our own opportunities here. Even when things, you know, seem dark and there's no way out, you know, we're here to connect you. Uh, there are still people that are here. It, it's not always government. It's not always politics. Um, no. There's a lot more. Lebanon, so, if I may say, in Lebanon, it's mostly private. It's mostly private. Yeah. So to keep our eyes on the ball. It's always private. The good stuff have, has, have always been a private initiative. And the support that we're seeing, the positive change that we're seeing, the amazing stuff that are happening are very much a, a part of a private initiative. And I think this is yeah. what, what we should focus on. I think, I think that's so important that you say that because I, I, I really believe that too. I think that um, it's about reshifting your focus um, for everybody watching, for anybody who know, we all know how bad it is. We've all, we all read the news. We're yeah. all bombarded with it day and night. Yeah. But there are pockets and they're, yes, mm. they're small and they're yeah. not as loud, but they're there. They're there. There yeah. are pockets yeah. of hope. There are pockets of change and change takes time. We've had, you know, systems that haven't worked for a long time but you know day by day one person at a time think that's how things work that's how, and this is really what we wanted to focus on with this and Manal, thank you so much for being a thank you a part now. of this and being a, a positive changer we should say thank you thank you it's a pleasure seeing you and talking to you always and uh, and thank you for having me express be part of white chats yeah it's an honor all right, <laughs> all right. I will no. see you very soon. Please stay safe yes. with and social distancing, I guess, with COVID still running the streets here. And a mask. You know? Wear a mask. And a mask. Yes. And uh, good night to you and to everybody watching. Thank you so much for tuning in for your comments. This will be uh, online for your viewership and we'll share it. And Manal Hakim, thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you, Yumna. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.